Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find a full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. Welcome to the Country Music Talk podcast. I'm Ginny Longden. You can catch me on Absolute Radio Country. Just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. Download the free Absolute Radio app or find us on DAB Radio in the UK. Now, the Long Road Festival is the UK's largest outdoor celebration of country music, bringing some of the biggest and most exciting names in the genre together for a weekend of country, roots and Americana in the beautiful Leicestershire countryside. This year, I was lucky enough to sit down on a hay bale with the artist for a chat. Here's what happened. This is the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. It's Jenny Longdon on Absolute Radio Country, and I'm so excited because I have some very special guests on the show, Tanya Trotter and Michael Trotter Jr. Hello. Say hello Hi. to the War and Treaty. Hello to you. Thank you for having us. Do you know what? First of all, you've just performed at the Long Road Festival, and everyone has been running up to us going, the War and Treaty, wow. People have said it's the best live performance they've ever seen. What? Wow. Well, that That is a complete honor, and to a be shocker. over here is a shocker. To be over here and, and to do what we do and to have it appreciated on you know on that level is amazing. So how does it feel to be at the Long Road Festival in the UK? It's uh, I've been saying it all day. It is such an honor to be here as an ambassador to music, to be here as a representative of uh, the new heights that country music can go, blues, um, Americana, roots music. But just to see the people and to see the excitement everyone feels about music and about being together is just such a joy. We love, we thrive in that kind of atmosphere. Yeah, I love that you get that. That's yeah. so flattering for us to hear. That's awesome. Oh, yes, yes. And you were at Glastonbury, was that last year? We were, I believe it was the year before last at Glastonbury and it was, I, I no, never, was honey, it last it year? It was last year. Really, it felt like <laughs> such a long time. It was the experience of a lifetime. I, I went out and walked the crowd and walk the festival. I'd never seen anything like that in my life, that many people. And the energy that came from that crowd was insane. Yeah. It was insane. It's spiritual, Glastonbury, yes. isn't yes. it? It's a really yes. special place. Very much so. Yeah, yeah. How are the crowds here different to over in the States? I would rather be in a tent than on a stage because it, it sets like the stage for a revival like atmosphere. So when you come inside of a tent, you're not going to just come in and go, mm. you know, you want to be involved. You want to be engaged. You want to be moved. And whether you are spiritual or not, you want to have a spiritual experience. So I've seen similarities um, to the audiences that are under a big top tent or something like that. But I will say the one difference that I, I've seen here versus the United States is um, the appreciation, in my opinion. I think, again, the appreciation for the arts, the appreciation for the contributions that the United States have had for uh, music all around the world. Of course, it's more appreciated overseas than it is in your own home because you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, we're used to this, but you're really not. And so I, I really appreciate just the, the appreciation, the adoration, and, and it feels so good, it's so cool. Yeah. 
and you're touring across Europe and Australia too. Yeah. How important is it for you to take your music around the world? I think the climate that we're living in in music, when you look at Spotify and Apple Music and different the different outlets that you have, yeah. people are hearing your music all around the world like they never have been able to do it before. So to bring to be able to have someone that loves your music in Australia and bring that experience off of the record to a live show, that is amazing and and we we get something out of it too there's a spiritual connection not only that we give but we also receive it from our fans and to yep. be able to get that in real time there's nothing like it nothing yeah. like it in the world that's such a good answer yes. i love that i've <laughs> never thought you. about it like that because we can access anything can't we now yeah. yes mm-hmm. so you can actually physically take it there yeah. too which yeah. is lovely um you performed at the acm awards earlier on this year yes. tell us about that because it was amazing <laughs> Well, we were nominated too, and that in a, in itself was just like, what, yeah. you know? And but to be on that stage and to look out in the audience and see uh, Randy Travis and to see Dolly Parton and Garth Brooks on stage, and uh, to see a bunch of the the new people, um, Breland, you know, who's here at this festival. Yeah. And, and um and then what we represent was forward movement, especially in the genre of country music, because we were the first. African-American couple and husband and wife duo ever nominated in the 50 plus history. So wow, to be on that stage, oh, thank you That's so much. Awesome. That's It's important to note that because um, we all want to know where our future is going to stand. And a good glimpse is when we move things forward. So for Ty and I to stand on that stage and to literally just think about, you know, where we come from, the streets and being homeless to now on this grand stage in this immaculate stadium, singing with the love of my life. Yeah. That was awesome. That was so great. <laughs> so scared. Oh. It was so amazing. Was it scary? It was for me. She was terrified. I was terrified. Let me use, I, I, there's a word. It, terrified is like not even explaining how I really felt. See the I was so. She did that. She hurt me. <laughs> and it came out of nowhere. I mean, I was like ready and we had the rehearsal and everything and then it was time and the curtain was coming up. I was like, <gasps> This is happening, Ooh. and all, and you're in a stadium. So you know these are people that have never heard of you before. They've never heard, most of them, never heard of your music before. And you're doing an original song. It's not like you're doing a cover. So we did, you know, our original song, and I was like, oh my god. So when we heard the first applause, I was like, I can breathe. And you saw a couple of smiles in the audience, you know. But it was it was really just fantastic. Wow! Mm. And yeah. you absolutely smashed it. You took your moment. It was oh, an amazing. Thank performance. you so much. Thank you, thank you. Did you get chance to hang out with Garth Brooks and Dolly Parton at all? Did you see them? Uh, so, um, interestingly enough, not Dolly. We did see him and we waved and everything. But Garth Brooks and and, and Ty and I, we yeah. actually uh, on May first, two thousand and twenty-two, we were together because we inducted Ray Charles, the genius Ray Charles, into the Country Music Hall of Fame. And that was an, an amazing moment. Also, it was a sad moment because sadly that same day, uh, Miss Judd uh, had, had tr- transcended on. Um, and so we still celebrated her as well. But Garth Brooks is so uh, heartfelt. He's so genuine and he's the king of country music. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And what a nice guy, too. Oh, yeah, yes. he's funny, yeah. too. He's really funny. <laughs> so nice. Uh, the latest album, Lover's Game, is out now. Tell us about the album. Well, we recorded it in Savannah, Georgia right. uh, with Dave Cobb. And we were kind of just trying to find 
the kind of songs we're going to do on this record because it was very different for us. This was the first time we were going to open up ourselves to other songwriters in Nashville because that's the Nashville environment. You know, the Nashville way is you write with different writers, you, you know, collaboration is really big there. So we opened up ourselves to do that. So we, out of that experience, we ended up having one song that we co co-wrote with a guy named Dave Barnes who's hilarious and an incredible songwriter and we have one song that we did not write uh, from a songwriter out of Austin Texas named Bo, Bo Bedford but everything else um, Michael was the brainchild of it and we you know came up with some you know, I don't know great, about brainchild yeah he, he's the brainchild of it he comes up with he, he comes up with all of the you know we creatively work differently you know I'll, I'll write a song or, and not complete the song, and he'll take she's it and make it better. She's the real genius. He's the genius here. <laughs> she's the real genius. No, you are. Yeah, he's no, the, that's you right. Are. No, you are. No, you no, said you. it. No, you did it. <laughs> you two are the sweetest. <laughs> yeah, he's we get on our son's nerves. We do. How he's, old's your son? He's 12. Aww. He's always telling us to get a room. <laughs> who does he listen to? Like, who have you educated him with? Like, what albums are you giving to him? Oh, and he's, stuff? he's interesting. He's, his range is wide. Yeah. He's very eclectic. Yeah. Um, he loves everything in its original state. Yeah. So if it's rock and roll, it's got to be Queen or something yeah. like that. And if it's jazz, it's got to be Nat King Cole or it's got to have horns in it. Yeah. Legend. And then if it's metal, it's got to be Nine Inch Nails. Like, it's got to be yeah. that. Legend he's is into it. He, he, oh, he sends us videos. It. He's like. Look at me, mommy's dancing to Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> you know, oh that's, how, that's just the kind of kid he is. That's, that's our love special. trophy, man. Yeah. We love that boy. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. <laughs> uh, so tell me about touring then with Chris Stapleton. Educational. Yeah. yeah. I've never seen a man just stand on stage and just simply sing. I think he says maybe five words to his audience, <laughs> and they're like, Mesmerized. Yeah! You yeah. know, yeah. Chris is a uh, phenomenal talent and uh, it was just an honor to be with him the, the second to last night of the tour we were invited by him to get on stage and sing Tennessee Whiskey together yeah so Ooh. we did it as a trio let me tell you that was awesome yeah, it was so much fun Oh yeah. my gosh, but I'm thinking like from an audience member to have you guys singing with uh, Chris Stapleton, that's the only way that can get better. Oh that must God. have been amazing. It was, it felt it so was fantastic. Did it you already so like know every word? You were like, we've got this, we don't even need nope, to rehearse. No. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I'm Thanks the for worst. asking that. I am the, I, I have, I'm the teleprompter queen. I have yes, to she have is. lyrics. I can sing a song 30 times and still have to have a teleprompter. She's not professional. No. <laughs> I, I'm like, look, if Barbara Streisand has to have a teleprompter. Don't you put that on Barbara Streisand. That's a I'm myth. With Barb. It's a myth. You don't know that. We yes, don't know I, I Barbara know, Streisand. Sorry, Miss Streisand. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Um, so let's talk about the Grand Ole Opry. How important of a milestone was that for you? You know, when we came to Nashville, I, I did not want to come. I was, we were living in Michigan, and Michael was like, we're gonna move to Nashville, I think it's gonna be a great opportunity. And I really believe in creating like manifestation list, yes. or list of being, they used to call it vision boards. And so I wrote down, you know, put on my wall, I put them in frames of the different things that I would like to see A happen. massive bath towel, all yeah, white, with yeah. writing all over it. I'm I like, and I write down what I want to happen so that I can fold it up and I take it and I sit down and do yoga on it or whatever. And it was one of our dreams was to perform on the Grand Ole Opry. And, you know, a further dream that I hope one day, you know, God will help us manifest is maybe one day getting inducted into the Grand Ole Opry. So to be able to be a part of 
that experience and to be able to be in the number with the people who have performed on that stage is it's breathtaking and it is a complete dream come true what's it like standing on that stage and performing because i like i've never been there intimidating when you stand on that stage and you look down in the circle and you realize that Minnie pearl stood there or johnny cash stood there or you know, um, Tammy Wynette, George Jones, Charlie Pride, yeah. and not many people that look like you stood there. So you're one amongst few. Intimidation. Yeah. It's just happening right okay. now. I'm scared. All right. But no, it was great. And I will say this, because at this festival, we're honoring um, an Americana god, John Prine. Yeah. Um, John Prine, December 31st, December... Yeah, 31st, 2019, uh, we stood on that stage with John Prine. And John Prine wanted us to sing the song that we're honoring him tonight. And um, we did not know that that would be our last time seeing Mr. Prine. Yeah. Sadly, he perished the following year. But we will always have that memory of him grabbing our hands and saying, yeah. go get it, it's your time now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so nice. And that happened on the Grand Old Opry sure stage, did. Nashville, wow. Tennessee. Yeah. You've done some amazing things. What's next? Like, what's on the vision board next? You know, being over here triplets. was definitely on, a, on, a, on the uh, Tanya's going to have triplets. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's important that, you know, when you make, don't just make music, try to make history. So I think for us, it's just trying to do the music that we love and know that when you're in the process of doing it, you're doing something to change the course of the way those behind you have to come and do it. So hopefully the goal is that other people who look like us, who don't look like us, some little girl who's over here in the UK and wants to come over to the United States to do country music can know that we did it, we beat the odds, you know, yeah. and they can do it. And we're riding this wave, yeah. of, we just released a song with Zach Bryan yeah. called Hey Driver. So. Um, to see where that goes and yeah. then on the first we're releasing two new songs mm-hmm. um, ourselves so this is the immediate next yeah. and Tanya gave the future next so that's awesome and do you have a message for your UK fans I think that ponds and waters and ground and dirt and sand uh, confuses us we think we're separate but we're not we're all one we are all one so it's not Londoners and it's not Americans, it's humans. We're one, and we're so happy to be home. Oh, I love that. Oh, the War and Treaty, thank you so much for talking to us on Absolute Radio Country. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 